Again, everyone, welcome to another episode of Game Pass Grab Bag, your weekly podcast reviewing games from the Game Pass Collection, bring you the unique perspectives and bring skill range. Except for not this episode. This episode, we're doing a side quest episode with our thoughts on E3. I know what you're thinking. Aren't you a little late for this? And yes, we are. But you know what? Our choices were either we don't get an episode this week, or we go an E3 episode. So, got you an E3 episode. I am your hardcore gamer host, Andrew. With me, our moderate gamer, Keith. Hello. And our wonderful noob, Liz. Hey, guys. And so we are talking about Microsoft slash Bethesda Xbox press conference that happened during the E3. So going around, was the press conference a gamer pass for you guys? (laughs) (laughs) What did you guys think of it? It was a lot of games. It It was a lot of passes. Maybe not a lot of passes. But also, I, I mean, nothing against the people who are presenting. They are not very exciting people. And all of them had that weird Ricky Bobby thing going on with like, I don't know what to do with my hands. And it, it made me uncomfortable anytime that they were speaking. But I, I overall enjoyed it because there's a lot of fun, good stuff coming. So games. I'm giving it games. I thought they were all very articulate. I got a little bit of a stutter, and I was just wow that like nobody was messing up. And uh, oh, they spoke well. They were just super yeah, uncomfortable visibly. But one thing that because I I've seen Andrew watch these before, but I've never actually like sat down and watched a full one. Yeah, this is your first one, right? Yeah, my first full one, and I think the Outer Worlds kind of like poked fun at like the the way that the trailers sometimes go. And the first trailer that they did didn't give me anything and i was like is this how all the trailers are gonna be like (laughs) i don't know the gameplay i don't know the story it was just very like dramatic uh but then the trailers got a lot better after that so uh i was a little nervous at the beginning but i think they did i think it was great so for me for the overall press conference i was very middle of the road i and i i kind of feel bad saying this like it's like i hear so many people like this was the best microsoft press conference for me i was just like it was fine. It, it was good. Like, it, nothing blew me out of the water. I mean, everything was good. I, I loved that it. it was just games, games, games. It was a lot of release dates, which I loved. But there wasn't any, like, bombshell moments, which I was expecting. Even the, uh, always at the end, there's always, before we go kind of thing. And they give it, like, a new trailer of something. It's usually something that people are anticipating. And the one for this one was a, a new game, Redfall. And it was just kind of like, okay. Like, I don't know. We'll, we'll get more into it. But yeah, I, I, I liked it. I thought it, was a, I thought it was a decent conference. So I give it a game. I liked watching <laughs> it and being like, oh, I bet, I bet Andrew would like that game. <laughs> so now after watching this, Liz, do you understand why I'm like, mm, I don't want to do anything today. I don't want to hang out with family. I, I, I want to see this event. Or are you still like, no, this is weird? Kind of. I mean, for the game, like for me, there were some games that I'm really interested in. I think graphically, it's worth the watch, anyways. Yeah. I was originally writing down for the games like what stood out to yeah, me. Yeah, you wrote like a whole page on and things. I was like, <laughs> graphics exclamation point, like to let me know this game. The graphics are good. They're all good. All the trailers, the graphics of the games looked amazing. And so for me, like I thoroughly enjoyed watching it. I kind of see it now. But yeah, I mean, I. But you I can really, also watch it on YouTube like an hour later or a yeah, day later. Yeah, I don't see the yeah exactly. I don't see the need to be like I have to carve out the, to that time today 
Uh, Unless you're trying to sit and live tweet it, or I guess keep up with your brother who was effectively live tweeting it to our group chat. (laughs) I mean, don't get me wrong. I I was at a dance recital, which was a a great time, and I wasn't Mm going to miss that for, you know, a video game conference, but... It was nice to have a little check-in on, you know, see what was uh, going on in the in the video game world. Yeah. And then I watched it later, and I, I was fine with that. I was at the beach with Liz's family. so I was, Oh, my I, goodness. I was like, you I had didn't to spend time with people that you want, love. No, 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 no. Don't put love in front of them. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love, I love your family, Liz. No. <laughs> I, I, for me, I was like, I didn't want to hear the spoilers because I was expecting the bombshells. And I'm like... I want to find out because what I generally love, like when they do the bombshells, I love when they're like, oh, here's this game and you can play it today. Like, that's what I missed during this press conference. And there really wasn't much of that. And then, uh, so that's normally why I love watching it live because it is like, sweet, hitting the download button now, getting that right now. There are some people who have never been to the beach and you're just like, ugh, I'm to the beach. Because <laughs> three's going on. Well, I'm, I am curious how much like pandemic kind of slowed down some game production to a point where they weren't ha- like having games ready like they might have. Yeah. It could be a cop-out, but because I feel like that's kind of the going, like, I don't know, the pandemic, so bad things or something. But at the same token, I don't know, just curious if that kind of delayed something enough that they weren't ready to have something on day one. But they do still have so much coming, and it's not all like coming in 2022. It's like coming in a month and, and all that. So good yeah. stuff. Oh, yeah, that's what I loved. There was a lot that they just were like, release date, release date, release date. And there's quite a bit that are coming out this year, which I'm very excited for. Uh, So I don't know if you guys have your list for what you thought was what you're most excited for. But I have some I have some highlights. We're getting into this. (laughs) (laughs) Liz, I want to know for you, name one game that's coming out this year that you're very excited for. Oh, this year. So I'm looking at your page. So I my notes are like in the order that they did it. But play day one this year. Your most anticipated game that you for, uh, that was announced for playing this year on Game Pass. So for me, I, I mean, it didn't give much with gameplay. And so I have no idea if I'm going to like the game. But anything with Willem Dafoe, I'm like... I, I knew this was going to be your number one pick. Willem Dafoe. And I don't even care about the game at all. I'm just <laughs> such a big Willem Dafoe fan. It could be the worst game ever. Yeah. But Willem um, Dafoe's in so it. So 12 minutes. But I mean, there's, there's uh, quite a few games for day one this year that I'm excited about. So do you not know what 12 minutes is about? Vaguely, so it's, I remember you showed me the trailer way back when, or 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 something. Or you, wait, yeah, it's been announced like two, three years ago. Yeah, so you gave me the information a while back, and then this trailer didn't really show anything, so I don't remember what I read before, or yeah. I don't even know if it was a trailer or if I read it. Uh, so I think you you're going back every twelve minutes. Yeah, it's a ten yeah, loop it's game. It's like Groundhog's it? Day. Yeah. You are playing the husband and, you know, you and your wife are in this kind of small apartment. You know, your wife tells you, you know, things are going great. She's pregnant. Everything's happy and wonderful. Then a police officer comes in who's played by Willem Dafoe. Oh, and your wife's played by, I keep wanting to say Ridley Scott. I keep forgetting her name, but she played Ray in Star Wars. Okay. I'm trying to blank on her name. But anyway. Yeah, Willem Dafoe characters comes in and he's trying to arrest your wife saying, you know, she's involved in a murder and all this stuff going on. And essentially, I think every time the, you know, the cop ends up killing you and resets the day. And so you're trying to piece things together as you're constantly playing these 12 minutes. 
it sounds really cool. I'm really excited for that too. Anytime I've just seen trailers, it doesn't, uh, obviously it doesn't look like, oh, this is going to be a fun gameplay kind of game. But honestly, I'm already stealing your thunder, Liz, and I'm going to say, I feel like this game could have been a movie and I think I would love it. <laughs> just the concept of it. I'm, I'm very excited. I mean, it's an interactive movie, which I mean, they've done a couple more. Groundhog, Groundhog Day-esque movies. Yeah. So, I mean, it's kind of, you know, done a little bit too much. But interacting but this, with the movie. I feel like would be an interesting take on it. Yeah. I feel like most of the ones that kind of get inspiration from it are kind of copy and paste. This one would be interesting. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm really excited for 12 Days as well. Well, I mean, most most time loop movies, I think, too, are also generally tend to be comedies. No, yeah. I guess I guess not all of them because um, what was that one? Kill Me or something like that? About the girl who's get, like getting murdered. Oh, uh, Happy Death Day. Yeah, Happy Death Day. I wasn't even close on the name, but I guess uh, I thought you were talking about the one with Andy Samberg, uh, the one on Hulu where he's stuck in the desert. At was, a party at a oh, wedding. Yeah. I already forget the name. I wasn't of even it, thinking yeah. of that one. There was another one where I want to say it's Kevin Hart. He keeps waking up like naked in an elevator the day before uh, his yep. his ex girlfriend's wedding. He's trying to break it yep. up. There's that one. There's Groundhog Day, the OG, and the best one. But yeah, so I guess a serious time loop movie could be okay. But at the same time, I like the idea that it's a video game. Yeah, you're not going to sit down and be like, this is going to blow me away. Their graphics are incredible. None of that's going to happen, but it's going to be a very interesting thing. It seems like it's like point and click-ish. Yeah. So yeah, it's like a point and click kind of, you know, quick time loop. I remember actually it was on on Game Pass for, for a minute pun upcoming is the game minute uh, that was you had like i think 60 seconds and you would just fade away and die or you would die within those 60 seconds and you had to like get further and further and just travel all this way i thought it was a lot of fun it was much more of an action-paced game but i could definitely get into a little point and click loop game i think those are pretty fun so keith what uh what's one of your highlight games coming up this year that you're excited for I mean, I think hands down, no questions asked, it's got to be Forza Horizon 4. I knew it. I knew you were going to say that. I mean, uh, it, Forza it, Horizon 5, Keith. I already played 4. Darn it. Well, I'm already, I'm already <laughs> showing how well I know things. So, it's, yeah, it's got to be Horizon 5 just because I've played every single one of the Horizon games all along the way. I freaking love the Horizon games. And the graphics in this game, I, I mean, I guess I was watching them on the highest graphics watching the video and until i get my series x i won't know but like just every single detail of that game was gorgeous like there is just nothing that they left out and then i went back later and i watched the more in like the more in-depth trailer on it and just the things they do in that game are just so incredible like they have like actual photorealistic mountainsides not just a city line and i think that's ridiculously impressive so i'm not gonna lie I was actually disappointed in Forza Horizon because like for me, the bar is already set so high and like the trailer, don't get me wrong. It looks great. Like I, I still enjoyed the trailer, but it didn't do anything kind of new until the end. At the very end, they showed like the uh, arcade mode where you can really kind of customize the gameplay, but they glossed over that for like 30 seconds. And I was like, I want to know more about that. That, that, that looked... was weird. I was, yeah. I wanted to hear more about that. And but I do agree with the gra- what you said about the graphics. I thought it was really cool that they even had like the the murals on the buildings. And yeah. Stuff. Oh, so the graphics are amazing. I feel like the detail in this game is pretty exceptional. Yeah. I, like I said, like I still think it's amazing, and I'm still very excited for Forza. It just 
I was expecting something cooler with it, like that they would more wow you with. Cause like they were trying to show you like, Oh, here's our new missions, the expeditions. But all it was, was basically a guy driving through a jungle and a guy saying, Oh, you found temples. And I was like, that didn't look really anything different or interesting. I but feel like there's going to the be end, more to that, but I'm sure there is, but that's why I was just disappointed in the trailer. That arcade mode, it gave me vibes of like, uh, I, I see it on Facebook all the time. People stream, uh, Grand Theft Auto Five, and yeah. it's always these ridiculous, like wonky courses yeah. in the sky. So yeah. I'm like, I kind of see that happening. So this game might just become a streamer's delight, honestly. And I don't hate that. I mean, I don't stream, so I guess it won't help me very much. But for the people that <laughs> do, like, there could be a lot of fun to it, and they they kind of look fun those types of races. Now, as my honorary mention, that in my less obvious, but I guess you probably won't be surprised, has got to be Back for Blood. I know it's not Left 4 Dead, but Left 4 Dead holds such a special place in my heart. And knowing that it has at least ties to to Left 4 Dead, that gets me excited. And it looked like it was going to be a lot of fun. I just didn't understand if it was like story-based, if it was going to have a lot of substance, because the trailer looked really cool. And that's actually something that I put down, that this is a game that I'm interested in, especially because it's multiplayer, correct? Yeah, it's like strictly multiplayer. Yeah, and so, but I also felt like... I wasn't really given like the gameplay, the story, or anything in the trailer. So I was just like, it looks cool. Well, I yes. think they I mean, take a lot of assumptions of kind of they were dangling yeah. that Left 4 Dead out there. So like, the for knowing Left 4 Dead, those games were actually episodic. Like nothing was really tied, right? Am I? Or am I? Yes, wrong there here? was an overall story of like these survivors like, trying to get out. The outbreak, yes. but yeah, it was. This one seems like it's you stick with the same four people throughout the whole entire story, which I'm on board with. So, yeah, that's a good point, Liz. So, yeah, Back for Blood is based off... It's a lot of people from the original team. There's a game called Left 4 Dead. And as he said, you basically pick a level. You have four players, and you just shoot zombies. Like, you're trying to get from point A to point B, and you're just constantly being swarmed by zombies. So it's very much a team-based game of try to stick together, keep pushing forward, and just try to get out alive. And, yeah, I'm, I'm very... I was so excited to see that they said Back for Blood is coming out, and it's day one. That is really cool because uh, one of the people we actually had, our friend Dave, he told me, he was like, you know, there's only a couple games I buy every year, you know, with Game Pass, you don't really need to buy too much. And he said, Back for Blood, I'm buying that game. Like, that game looks great. And, like, we already knew this was going to be a game we're going to play together. And then, don't need to buy it. It's going to be on Game Pass. So, <laughs> it was a really, really, really cool announcement. And so, if you, I don't know if you saw Keith, but did you actually look at Anacrusis? No, I did not. So I originally didn't see it during E3, so I, have to, I ended up going back and looking at it. And Anacrusis is also just very similar to Back for Blood, where it's, once again, four-player co-op going from point A to point B. But it takes place in, like, a 70s-style spaceship. So it's kind of like retro space sci-fi, and you're fighting aliens, so it's, like, colorful guns that are, like, really interesting shapes, really colorful. The aliens look, to me, kind of bland, but I don't know. It was like it was another game that had, you know, it's another survival shooter. And this one looked like it actually, because for me, for Back for Blood, I, I hope there's a reason to keep going with it. Like, I enjoyed Left for Dead, but there wasn't any progression. It's not like, oh, you're getting new perks, you're going for harder levels, you're going for new gear, anything like that. And so I hope they fix that in Back for Blood. I haven't been able to see anything of that. Like, is it still just once again, just 
you're playing with your friends like in Left 4 Dead or is there actually going to be progression? In Acrucis, I saw it does have a progression. As you're playing, you're getting perks, new abilities, and you're kind of going through different things and you're getting new guns. So in Acrucis, it looked a little rough to me, but I'm actually really interested in it. Uh, but for my favorite game coming out this year for day one, we talked about it a little bit before, but I can't wait for Psychonauts 2. And it's right around the corner. And I've just been watching more trailers and gameplay of it. And it looks so good. See, I didn't play Psychonauts 1 with you. I'm going to play a little bit of that before Psychonauts 2 if we, if we play it. No spoilers. <laughs> uh, but when I was watching the trailer, it reminded me graphically of a kid's book. And I don't remember which one it was. Like if it was like Stinky Cheese Man or something. Oh, yeah. Stinky Cheese Man, yeah. Is that what it was? It kind of inspired? Yeah. I just thought it looked really cool. Yeah. Like Psychonauts 2, like I'm already interested in like what they're doing with the story. Like... It, it seems really funny too, right? Is it a yeah. funny game? Silly? Oh yeah, Double Fine's always kind of humorous. So yeah, I'm I'm very excited like what they're doing. The the color palette in the game is out of the world, out of this world. If you don't know anything about Psychonauts and you're curious, we happen to have an episode on that. You could just go back and listen to it. I'm not I looking at you, Liz. To it. <laughs> but I am looking at you when I say that. <laughs> uh, another game I am so excited for that I know. I think it's on Xbox. But at least now I'm excited that's coming on Game Pass. But I cannot wait for Hades. I that was one of the games that I was like, I think Andrew and Keith will like that. Oh, Keith, I know you're gonna love it, Keith. Have you seen anything about Hades? Um, hold on, I have to refresh myself on it because I know it I, won all the awards, right? Oh, it won okay. so many awards. It won a lot of Game of the Year awards. But it's a uh, like top-down action roguelike, and it's I've seen a lot of people stream it. It is gorgeous it just looks like a super twitchy like skill-based game and i i can't wait for it yeah just oh good so i'll probably actually hate it because it'll probably be too hard for me i don't know no this is this is right up your alley this is a game like you're even if i didn't tell you about it now if you stumbled upon it i know you'd be like dog we didn't pick this we need to play this this is this is my game this is it i just started playing it for no reason and i can't stop i also noticed age of empires (sighs) So I grew I up with Age of Empires. I had like the little CD that I would put in my computer oh my and play it. And I Back in the days we had to install it. Yeah, and I am really excited to see if, if I still love it. Because I feel like I was pretty good at it back then. But I also, like, child's arrogance maybe. I don't know. So I've always tried I try to have you play the Age of Empires games because they're on PC on the Game Pass, 1, 2, and 3 right now. And I love them. Like, those games hold up very well. I mean, they got a nice HD remaster to them and everything. The games are so much fun. I even like Age of Empires 3, which I know a lot of people don't like. It probably is my least favorite, but like, there's things on 3 that I really enjoyed. But yeah, I just, back in my college days, staying up till like 4 in the morning, playing Age of Empires 2 with my roommates. Ugh. Just, just one more yeah. game. Just one more game. I will game. say, though, I'm actually not super crazy about the art style with Age of Empires 4. It looks really kind of cartoony. I don't know. Like yeah, the I'm more I'm that. seeing of it, the more I'm liking it. But I'm not too crazy about the art style so far with it. I feel like they're keeping it very similar to the original. I don't know things. the 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 original like like the new one looks very bright, and the old ones I felt like were more neutral kind of color and kind of more realistic. It might be me. Like I said, the more I'm looking at it, the more I'm kind of like, okay, this is this is looking. I I think it's very unique. Like you can really see the different countries and nations that you're playing. So I'm still very excited for it. Love RTSs. See, I, I did like the Age of Empire series. I, I never played a, a ton of them because I just didn't do a lot of PC gaming. 
and I, I don't know. I don't know how excited I am to try and play it on a controller. I just, I don't think that that's going to be the best experience with it, but who knows? Maybe they really put a lot of thought and detail into it. It's not on controller, Keith. It's only PC. Oh, well, never mind. I thought it was on console. Nope, it's just PC. (laughs) Oh, well, then I guess I definitely won't be playing it. It's funny, though, because I was just looking up some screenshots, and it kind of almost looks like an image from, like, a mobile ad. (laughs) Like, download this war game. (laughs) It kind of does. (laughs) Uh, kind of hate that you said that. <laughs> and then, did you guys uh, see that Among Us is, is coming? Down? Oh my gosh, yeah. Liz, you were so, like obsessed, I was obsessed with Among with Us. I hated being imposter though, and I got imposter all the time. You really did. <laughs> Anybody who wants to be imposter never gets it, but if you like dread it, and also just the Among Us community was pretty awful. That's oh, why yeah. I kind of stopped playing it because. It well, they fixed it quite a bit. There's so now a lot more unfair. filters and stuff. Yeah, it, a lot less of, racism. Yeah, so many <laughs> good racist, like usernames and yeah. just like oh, let's everybody boot them because they disagree. It was very immature, so I I stopped playing that for. I haven't played it since it, I originally started. Yeah, I, and I only oh, go ahead, I've really only played that game that one night that it was I don't know a whole bunch of uh, us. Yeah, that was extra fun. And. Um, Oh yeah, that I game, kept killing I mean, you. You literally died. Yeah, it was a ton of fun. But I, I think I was the imposter once in like maybe ten plus games we played, and I got killed almost first every time. Yep. Whether it was the imposter murdering me or just uh, you know booting me off. Ah, that so was delightful. Was so like I you literally changed your name to please where... don't kill me, and still I just kept killing you. <laughs> and and so for that matter. If we could get like a group of friends together, I would absolutely sit down and play this game, but I'm not really like excited about it. I I could give or take it coming to Game Pass, I guess. I think with friends it's it's way more fun and there's nothing like being the imposter and and winning. Yeah. And I also like I loved playing the imposter with another friend. So, I don't know. I'm not like super pumped cuz like I said it was kind of negative last time I played it, but I would definitely be down. So uh, one thing I really wanted to ask you guys, what did you think of, you know, Microsoft's big flagship game? Since neither of you guys have really played it, did Halo Infinite do anything for you guys? No. Really? It, it, it looked beautiful. It was, it was, like, graphically incredible, and I just, Halo doesn't excite me. I will play it. I think it's a, I know it's a good game. I don't even have any dislike for it. I just honestly am not excited about Halo because I've just never like got into I know. it. And you got to play it because we've had many requests to do Master Chief Collection. Yeah. It's just very difficult. Oh, for sure. It's a lot of games. The voice acting yeah, was phenomenal. And uh, that's pretty much. So it didn't like nothing for you either? I remember I, I liked the trailer. But I mean, I, I just. I think there were so many <gasps> games I was excited about more. There was one thing I did get excited about. That's <laughs> when they is when they killed Cortana, because Cortana was the bane of Xbox existence for the longest time, and I know that that it's gone now. Oh, you mean Cortana, the voice activating? Like, okay. yeah. I was like, wait, what are you talking about? But don't they, but don't they kill Cortana in the trailer? Didn't I see that? Or am I completely making that up? Like there was like a virus. 
Cortana, wasn't there? There's, it's a whole story thing. But yes, there is like a new Cortana though. Like she's still in it. Yeah. So she's not dead. Well, took it took it to me like she was dead. So I was okay with that. (laughs) Are Uh, you guys gonna make me play Shredders? Because that's something that, I mean, you had me play that bicycle game and Forza. I will say, though, there was uh, an old like phone game this. that came with the phone. Yeah. And it was snowboarding. And I thought it was kind of fun. I also liked, you know, like the Tony Hawk um, games way back in the day, though. I really played yeah. the new ones. But I'm just like, I don't know <laughs> if I'm really going to enjoy it. I like I just got, are you guys going to make me play this? Come <laughs> on. You don't know. Like, we have listeners might, out there that are going to request but it. But you know what? It, it might actually be a good game, but I just, like, think about that bike riding game that you guys made me play. I'm not going to lie, Liz. I, I think mean, the trailer did not do that game justice. Yeah. Because, I, like I said, I remember playing games like that in the past, and I liked it. But I was watching the trailer, and I was just like, this, this looks like the game that I played, like, 15 years ago on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it doesn't... I wasn't wowed by it, and I... I, I generally really bad at snowboarding games. I I used to be alright, except back on like Tony Hawk Three back in the day. But I never almost like a baseball game. They got too complicated. I'm like I don't actually know how to skate, so I'm just gonna go play Tony Hawk Three where I can grind for two miles of of a pipeline, <laughs> the, and it's okay. The only like snowboarding game I truly loved was 1080 on Nintendo 64. Oh man, how is I was a sweet I loved game. that game because I, I never got into the like SSX tricky games, any of those. Like I, I played a handful of them, and they were they were to me just fine. I didn't care for it to being like super cartoony. I mean, granted, I know 1080 wasn't super realistic either, but I don't know. It just it never sh- like really resonated with me. So for me, Shredders, I think I think it's probably better than it looks. I thought that trailer was awful. For I'll me, with it was flight boring. simulator because you guys know that. No, I, I I'm excited for flight simulator. You no, know, <laughs> and it's so funny because I'm, you hate to fly. I know. Like you're a nervous flyer, and you're like, "Oh, there's a beautiful fly." Oh my gosh! I tried to get on my PC. My PC wasn't good enough. It like so, I was like, "Ah, I can't play this game." I am so excited it's coming to consoles. I cannot wait to play flight simulator. Yeah, I. That's actually. I'm sure there's going to be many other games that are going to start coming up, but as of right now, that's one of the few games that I'm like, man, I, I really got to get on getting the Series X because I want to play Flight Simulator. Yeah. I've never wanted to play one because they're PC-driven, which I don't do, and then they're just always, yeah, highly graphic. So I have to have a super great computer, which I'm not spending money for, but I will spend money on the consoles. So, yeah, I'm, ex- I'm excited. It just looks gorgeous, although... It, it was funny when I'm watching the trailer, the Top Gun thing came on after it. And I was like, it, is someone really going to try and come out with a Top Gun game? Yeah. Like after you just watched Flight Simulator. And then it, and then they said it was a patch. And it was, and it was just for the relieved. jet. Yeah. It's not like they're doing anything crazy. It's just for the jet. <laughs> yeah. But it I, but the fact that, like I said, for, for like this brief minute, I thought they were just trying to do a standalone Top Gun game and try and put it alongside Flight Simulator like there's any comparison. Yeah. I kind of thought so, too, for a second. When I saw that, I was like, this is weird. I was like, okay, it's just a free jet. That's okay, then. Oh, well, Keith, I don't know if you heard the good news. So since COVID happened, microchips are hard to come by. Xbox Series Xs are still hard to come by. Did you hear what Microsoft's doing to kind of fix that uh didn't you tell me they were doing something with the insider program where if you're a member there like you're able to to get on a on a hot list or something with them no what they're doing is they're actually making so 
the xCloud is now a thing. You can now mm. play on Android. You can play on any iOS browser, any like, internet, Chrome, Firefox. You can also play on Android. So they're basically taking that streaming service and giving it to you on your Xbox as well. So they said they changed all the consoles where they, the servers are located with Series Xs. So if you yourself do not have a Series X, you can actually play these Series X games and just stream it to your console. So really? even though you do not have a Series X game, you can still play Fight Simulator. I don't think it's out yet, the, the service, but it's, it's supposed to be coming out this year. That's pretty incredible. Yeah, I... I I recently just realized that they had the xCloud on full beta for like everyone and I've been loving it. I I haven't been trying to play any like real complicated games cuz I don't have a controller for it, my phone or anything like that. So I'm just doing the touchscreen. Oh, I love doing the touchscreen. Like, but just sitting there doing like Slay the Spire, Monster Train, something like that type of game. It it's awesome. And honestly, I liked how I was um I actually tried playing Ukulele 2. Or not two, but oh, whatever the impossible like layer or something like that. Yeah. But what's kind of cool is they take the buttons and they actually, instead of having it say A above it, it has like a little punch icon. So you know that it's the punch button. Yeah. Like it, it was a very intuitive touchpad, yeah. which I don't know. I, I, so I agree. I think they did a phenomenal job with it. And honestly, I did. The only thing I had an issue with was like my phone started getting a little hot because it is, it's probably processing a lot. And I have, it's like a year and a half, two years old. So I don't know. Not, not a, it's it's on my phone, not on the xCloud. Overall, it's a it's a 10 of 10 experience. Like, it, it occurred to me that you could, and I think this is kind of what you're saying, you could fully play at least everything that's on Game Pass, which is a huge collection of games, without actively buying a system. You just have an Android phone or, or an iOS phone, and boom, sign up for Xbox Game Pass, and you now have it on your you phone. Don't even on your phone. You can do it on your computer as well. You can stream it through a browser. Or... or yeah, or I mean, or even that, and then soon to be, they're going to have these sticks and all that. But it's just, I don't know. I, I think it's so cool that they're just making gaming, and especially gaming at a high level, so accessible, and they're doing it flawlessly. Yeah. I think it's really impressive. So I don't know if you guys saw it during E3, but have you guys checked out Scorn? Oh, I. I didn't look up anything beyond what I saw. So I did. The only trailer that I saw, like, was just, like, this weird, like, scene of, like, the... I didn't give away anything. And so, for me, I was just like, well, I already did enough homework for this game. <laughs> and that was it. So, you already checked out. What? You're not interested in it all? You're just done? No, I was just not interested in looking at, like, a ton of trailers. <sighs> I clicked on the first trailer, and it just... I didn't know. Wait, I did. I think I looked... There was two. There was one that just showed like a like a long scene that didn't show anything, and then there was like a gameplay trailer. Yeah. And that, I mean, it looked like you were in like intestine or something. Yes. Like it. It is a weird game. It's meant to be like a horror survival first person shooter kind of game. It, it, it's really weird. It's everything is just super grotesque. Like literally, the walls look like intestines. Your gun is like a living creature it's it is so weird see i'm not into gore and i feel it's like not really like gore though it's like it's just it's like uncomfortable fleshiness i don't know how to describe it i don't know that sounds so so much worse than gore i, it, 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 I don't know how to explain it but just no it's not a scary game then it's meant to be because like the scariest yes. things are real and i'm like looking at these like intestine corridors and i was just kind of like is it trying too hard? I don't know. I mean, I, I shouldn't say that because I, 
you know, if I play the game and I feel, wait, that's one thing. I haven't played it, so I don't know. Yeah, see, I'm intrigued by it because, one, I think it's incredibly gorgeous. If I mean, it's if unfortunately... Like intestines. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of <laughs> intestines and stuff, so it's like, if you're uncomfortable with this stuff, you're not going to like it. But I think it's a beautiful-looking game. And, like, for me, I'm just interested in how unique it is. I, I don't know. Like, anytime I'm seeing gameplay of it, I'm like, I don't know if I'm really going to have fun with this. But, like, even now, I'm, like, just having a hard time describing it because it's such a unique kind of game. I'm intrigued enough that I would want to play it. Okay. But I'm not intrigued enough that I'm going to sit through, like, multiple YouTube videos trying to figure out what it is. I saw <laughs> enough that I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll play it. Yeah, I, I honestly, it didn't stick out to me. I didn't note it or anything. Lame. I didn't really note anything, to be honest. But <laughs> Typical Keith here. It didn't st- Hey, it just didn't stick out to me when I was watching. It's not it. like you know you had plenty of time between now and E three, you know, to do some homework, right, Keith? We were very rushed. <laughs> this this was actually recorded the day after E three, oh, and no one knows that. <laughs> okay. Our toddler lost the the footage again. <laughs> exactly. The audio, I should say. So I, I kind of wanted to get got some of your guys' opinion on not the games that are coming out this year, but what are coming in the future. The really good ones. Yes. Oh, there's... Oh, the I number have, one right there. Outer Worlds. It was poking fun at... Uh, that was your, that's your number one Starfield. pick? I loved that trailer. That trailer, I actually was laughing. Because at first, I'm like, uh... Because oh, yeah. it's being very sarcastic. Like, oh, here's a world that you'll never go on. And here's now a scary creature. He won't be in the game anymore. Like, it was just so funny. Because, like, that's literally how, like, so many trailers work. Like there's like things in it and it's just like, yeah, never mind. We got rid of it. It's not in the game anymore. Oh, here's some, here's multiplayer of like people walking slow. So, you know, it's serious. I just loved how tongue in cheek that game was. And they're like, we have no gameplay, but at least they have a name. It's just Outer Worlds (laughs) 2. It took me the longest time to figure out what game that was. See, I was just, it's like, what is right happening? Right at the beginning, I was like, this it looks ma- like Outer Worlds. I yeah. thought it looked like Outer Worlds. Because I loved Outer it, Worlds. It, yeah. And so for me, like, it's a no-brainer that I'm excited about this one. But I will say that the coming day one in the future games, there was a couple ones that surprised me that I really want to play. Um, but yeah, the Outer Worlds too. I just like, I didn't even know they were making another one. I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for games coming in the future... This was one of my highlights during the show. I was so excited for a Plague Tale Requiem, the sequel to Plague Tale Redemption. The music at the end, like uh, they did a good job with that trailer. I that trailer one was really good. And after playing Plague Tale, I loved the story of Plague Tale. And so like I remember during that episode, I was like, I want more. I really hope they come out. I want to explore more of this this like world. I remember for me, the gameplay was a little eh for me yeah, in it was, my yeah. gaming style. But I loved the story. But with the graphics and the story and everything, like, I mean, I how could I not play the second one if yeah. it's picked? So that, for me, this was probably my highlight. This was probably my favorite, most excited thing I saw during this conference was a Plague Tale Requiem. I thought it was a cool trailer. It looked like it gave enough of the story where it's kind of like you're trying to figure out, like, your brother's kind of going crazy. But it's like, you know, you're her, you're the sister, and it's like, it's hard to fight against your brother. I don't know. I'm very excited for that. For me, it was the deal. music. They, like, captured that moment. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I mean, I think if you remember, I, I didn't really care about Plague's Tale at all, like, top to bottom. Oh, my gosh. And so I saw this one, and I went, oh, cool. More, more Plague's Tale. <sighs> disappoint me, Keith. I guess, I guess, <laughs> I'll, I guess I'll play that at some point. <laughs> so, Keith, what were you excited about? What's your number one? <sighs> I'm trying to look at it. Honestly... Maybe nothing really stood out to me. I thought Redfall looked kind of cool because it 
maybe I'm wrong, but it took to me like it could end up being kind of a, a looter shooter, like a little yeah. like play with friends. So like that that intrigued me a little bit. I thought that could be fun. If you had asked me, or if this lineup had come out, I don't know, however many months ago we had done Slime Rancher 1, I think I would have been excited for a Slime Rancher 2, but everything I saw about it, I just went, that's, that's basically Slime Rancher <laughs> exactly. 1 yeah, with some new slimes. Slime, like one or two different slimes, yeah. there was nothing new that it showed me. Nothing excited to be like, oh, look at this new feature, or like... That you're gonna do this now? Yeah, I was so disappointed. I'm like, oh, so it's yeah, like it, slime ranch. It kind of bummed yeah, me it's out. It's just more slime ranch, yeah. which is fine. But yeah, like, you, like I'm at least glad. Like this game is obviously still pretty far away. Like I don't think once again they gave another release date for this one, so it's probably far away. This is just more of an announcement. But yeah, I thought the same thing. Where it's just like your gun looks the same. It didn't look like you were doing anything new. So more slime range. I feel like it's really negative for them though, because for me now I have no interest. Like if someone's like, "Oh, slime range two came out," I'd be like, "Oh, I saw that trailer. I'm good." No, so see, I'm excited because I we it's coming on Game Pass. So for me, I'm like, I really loved slime rancher. So more slime rancher. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm on board. Yeah. Oh, you're sick oh, I'm sure I'll play oh it because 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 yeah. yeah, by the time it comes out, I think there could be new aspects of it, new like new functions things you do that could make it interesting i'm not i'm not saying i'm sold out on it it just kind of made me laugh i was like this this just looks like you could have patched the old game <laughs> and, it, and it would have been totally fine but i think like i'm definitely interested for it just because it i guess it i don't want to say it held a special place in my heart but i i did pour a lot of hours into the, that game pre-game pass and and i truly loved it when i played it but yeah i don't know that was that was like one of my big standouts. The Keith's like, ugh, a plague's tale. But Slime Rancher was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and the first one was for a while, and then it kind of got boring. So so I'm a little nervous that this one will. But I'm surprised you picked Slime Rancher, though. It's like you're most anticipated. What about Starfield? Did that not excite you? I don't do well with space uh, games. There's nothing Star- in that trailer, gen- though. Uh, really, which there it, wasn't anything. There was a gameplay story. It was kind of like what Outer Worlds was making fun of. I, for me, I was just like, like I'm going to forget that game, with that name, everything. Yeah, so it makes it... I agree with Liz. I understand where you guys are coming I, from. because So this is from Bethesda. This is from the people who do Fallout and Skyrim. And so, like, obviously, you guys obviously don't play as much. So, like, obviously, Liz, you don't know Fallout or Skyrim, really. But, like, if you played those games and knew those games... And then saw Starfield, I think you would be a lot more excited. But yeah, someone who doesn't know this, I get, I understand where you're coming from. Because yeah, it didn't show anything. But honestly, from what it showed, and from someone like me who knows what that studio is capable of, I am, I'm really excited for Starfield. Well, the music and everything, I knew it was supposed to be an epic game. Yeah. But I mean, that's all that I got from it. And this is the game where Microsoft got a lot of flack for. Because PlayStation people were expecting this to come to PlayStation, but since Microsoft bought Bethesda, th- during this E3 is when they announced this is an Xbox exclusive. It is not coming to PlayStation. And Ooh, yes, that'll stick in some people's. Crap. Oh yeah, people were very. And upset. to come on Game Pass, yeah. like we already stole and will be the show. Like seems rude to steal <laughs> this away from them. Too. But they've already explained that Starfield is essentially Skyrim space or a Han Solo simulator. So. See, I, that's definitely where I'm out, and not uh, even the Han Solo part, just the Fallout in space. I, I tried to like the Fallout games. I think I played at least two, maybe even three of them, and I just, I couldn't, I, I couldn't get excited about them anytime I played. It just always felt like I was, like, choring uh, instead of playing. I, I don't know. Be sad. Okay, what about Atomic Heart? 
Okay, so that that game, I wrote what question mark, and then under music, I wrote what question mark. Like I don't know. That trailer was so flipping weird. I, I I didn't know what to make of it. Okay, I'm gonna admit. I think that probably was the worst trailer for Atomic Heart, but I am so excited for Atomic Heart. I've been following this game for a while because I remember it was announced. Years ago, I can't even remember, but people described it as, "Oh, it's Bioshock, but in like a future, like a futuristic communist Russia." And so, like you're you're kind of in an area, a, a kind of a Chernobyl esque area that's been cleared out, but there's a lot of remnants of you know communist Russia propaganda and stuff going on, and it just anything I've seen of it, the game looks so fun. It has a really cool stealth aspect to it. A lot of fun first person shooter, slightly horror. Like you're fighting these weird kind of like uh, plant based fungus creatures. It looks so good. I'm it really excited. It attention. I mean, to say the least. I thought that trailer was weird. It like first started with this weird robot that looked really goofy. Yeah. I, I will say, I think that trailer was not good, but I, I'm very excited for Atomic Heart. Yeah, no, that one, that one did look really cool. I, I mean, I, I just, I like crafting in just about any game as long as it's done well, I suppose. So, th- so that could be a banner of it, but it, looking at it, it does look like it's kind of like a, a bit of a survival game, which immediately means I will also struggle <laughs> because I miss a lot of shots. And so if ammo is scarce, though, that means I have none of it probably. And, uh, yeah, so it, I don't say that concerns me, but that's where I'll probably just end up being garbage at the game. And I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Well, sticking with kind of a uh, survival Russian theme, Stalker would you guys 2? think of Stalker 2? I am actually really excited about Stalker 2. Really? I think I'm going to be really bad at the gameplay. I think it's going to be a very difficult game. But that was one of the games that I was most interested in. I thought the care, and I think mainly it's because I thought the characters were so interesting in the trailer, and then of course like the music and the graphics, and I, I thought that there was a lot. So at first I'm like, oh, it's like a shooting game, and then there's the anomaly, yeah. And so for me, I just I think there's gonna be a lot to it. So Stalker Two, I'm excited for, but I'm also a little hesitant. So I played the original Stalker. Back in the day, I had an awful PC. I mean, even now my PC is not great. But it struggled playing Stalker. And I remember playing it, and there were so many concepts of the Stalker that I loved. But that game had a very steep learning curve. And so Stalker 2, it's been years now. It's been, I don't know, like, what, 12 years, I think, since the first Stalker? Because it's a very... I remember being, like, in high school playing it. And... So I, I think it's probably a lot more easier now and a lot more friendly. It reminds me a lot of the Metro series, which, I mean, it's post-apocalyptic kind of Russia, so it's it's very kind of similar style. But no, I, I, I'm intrigued by Stalker 2. See, it's funny. I never even played any of the Metro games, but I've just seen enough of them that that was like my first thought is, is it kind of had that Metro feel. I guess one thing I didn't, like, because Liz pointed it out and I didn't really think much about, do you kind of fight between these two different worlds a little bit of like and maybe not worlds but different biomes i guess of like the anomaly areas and then like non-anomaly areas kind of so like the way the first one worked is like yeah you had cities and you essentially were kind of like picking up contracts and kind of doing these jobs and there actually was like a leaderboard of like other stalkers and you're essentially trying to like climb the leaderboards so you're kind of like a mercenary scavenger kind of going around doing things Okay, see, I could get on board with that type of stuff. I, I, I do like those types of, I don't know, 
just that type of st- like stats and things like that are always going to hook me in. And it's always easy to be like, oh, you know, one more contract, one more mission. Let me do this. Let me do that. And just kind of go through them. So I, I could get it. I could get into that. But otherwise, I don't know. The trailer didn't do much for me. It was like you said, it was kind of just like, OK, yep. Post nuclear Russia. There's some messed up things. I don't know. That was that, it didn't it didn't hook me from that aspect, I guess. Man, you're apparently a hard person to please, Keith. Is it kind of like the other anomaly game that we played where she's frozen and comes back like that kind of anomaly? Outsiders? Yes. No. I think that's what it is. I, I, I think that's the game. No, this is like nuclear, I thought. Yeah, yeah you, you're in the right game. Is it, was that the right one? <laughs> that yeah. She's trying yeah, they to call describe. it the anomaly. Yeah, they call oh, it the yeah. anomaly. You're right. Okay. No, slightly different. I think the other end of the spectrum of what kind of game you can play, party animals look like the best drinking game. <laughs> I think a couple glasses of wine, put that on. Like I think that'd be so much fun because it it kind of reminded me of um, what's the uh the one where we were pulling each other off. Human fall flat. Yeah, it kind of had that, but like hilarious. Yeah. I mean, there's a game that actually yeah, out say, that's like, very similar to that right now called Gang Beast. I was playing a little bit of it. It's just Gang Beast is a little clunky, but yeah. And Gang Beast is just like a fighting version of Human Fall Flat, yeah. basically, yeah. right? And then, see, then I took Party Animals to be like one step further. It was like Human Fall Flat, Gang Beast meets Super Smash Brothers. I think Party it's Animals is also a bit more like um, party games, too. Oh, that I mean, that would make sense in the name. Yeah, I mean, it looked cheeky and fun, but yeah, I think it definitely seemed like a game you got to sit down and play with some friends. And I think especially if you do couch co-op, if there's anything beyond couch co-op, they might not have it. But yeah, that seems best played that way, even even more so than on like a headset. But yeah, I had a listener actually mention Party Animals to me before. Like it's it's been on Steam for a while in like early access kind of thing. And so I've been following it for a while and it does look like a lot of fun. So I, I'm... Once again, so excited it's coming to Game Pass. Uh, I don't know. What did you guys think of Somerville? See, I remember I was actually trying to look this up because I was like, wait, I kind of thought that looked interesting from what I remember. But then I remembered nothing about it. <laughs> so, so I was trying to remember what I liked about it. I wrote that. I'm just being honest. I like the art style, but it looked like the the story got sad at one point, and I don't like Sad. Oh, yeah. It looks like it's going to get really so, sad. For me, I think that that's why I don't really remember it that well because I didn't want to because I was like, I don't want to play a sad game. It's the same with like if I watch a movie or something, like give me that cookie cutter ending. I don't want to feel things. <laughs> so Somerville I got very excited for because it's from some of the people from the studio Play Dead who, yeah, it's from the studio that brought you Limbo inside. And the games they make are crazy. So I know there was like kind of some bad blood that went on in the studio. Some people end up leaving. And so I remember back when that happened, they like gave a couple of screenshots like, hey, this is a, a game we're making. And so right off the bat, there's like these giant pillars in the beginning of the trailer. And I was like, is this the game? Like I've been waiting for this game. Like because the stories like they write are just insane. They don't tell you like kind of any of the story. Like if you played in, in uh, Inside – like there's no actual story of them telling you what's going on. It's just you piecing it together and it gets, it gets weird. And so with Somerville, yeah, it looks, it, I already got like, I'm already like, oh, this is gonna be sad. Cause it starts off with like 
you know, husband, wife, kid, dog. And as the trailer's going on, you're kind of only seeing like two family members, one family member. And I'm like, oh no, where's the dog? Where's the kid? Uh, Don't you take the dog. <laughs> oh, if there's a dog, you know it's dead. That's, that's how games go. It's sad. No, stop killing dogs, people. Come on. So I'm, I'm really excited for Somerville. This is a horror game. I don't know. Preview of the new horror game from the author of Inside. Yeah. I kind of wish that, looking like thinking back, I wish the contraband had more information on it because I was kind of intrigued by that. Yeah, I thought that was really yeah, short isn't too. It's like a co-op open world, and but I, I felt like they didn't give enough. I think I'm gonna be interested in that. But wait, there was no information on like a new Alan Wake game, right? No, not yet. No. Oh, that probably so will be impatient. a while, unfortunately. Ridiculous. <laughs> Were you guys excited with the Sea of Thieves update? Not really. To if I'm completely honest, I I don't know. I just I thought Pirates of the Caribbean was really cool the first time I saw it and then I just kind of stopped caring about it. But it just doesn't seem to go away. It's like <laughs> Avatar, but it keeps making more movies instead of just talking about making more movies and it just spreads into everything. My immediate thought with Jack Sparrow is I thought he looked kind of goofy. Yeah. Because he looked a little too realistic, but still also very much like a Sea of Thieves character. It was it was weird, and I didn't care for that. I, I'm not, I don't hate it. I, I know I'm sounding really negative on it. I just wasn't excited about it. I think there's so many other properties that they could pull in that could be way more interesting. Like, I think a Peter Pan aspect would be, or at least Captain Hook. You have an actual, well, I guess Jack Sparrow's a pirate and all that, but you have, like, a pirate. They could introduce alligators in, you know, the giant alligator that took Hook's hand. There's just a lot of other properties they could use, and maybe this is their gateway into it, especially if it's with Disney, because Disney also has captain hook and they also have like the muppets treasure island like they could they could do other fun stuff i just don't know how goofy they want to get with it see with me i'm really torn as well like what you're coming from keith i also haven't played it so that's another thing to my say. biggest negative is the fact that it's it's a disney property and so it's like is, is see if these could end up good like i hope this is just a one-time thing we just kind of had fun with it I don't want Sea of Thieves to become like a Disney kind of property game kind of thing like that. Like I love Sea of Thieves just being its own thing. And this is also what kind of makes me sad is like Rare is known so well for creating some really cool, interesting characters and, you know, fun environments and stuff like that. And so me, for me, it's just, it feels kind of just half-assed to be like, ah, Pirates of the Caribbean. You know, so many people always make a reference of it playing the game. You know, how, Keith, how many times did we hear people blasting Pirates of the Caribbean music when we were playing Sea Thieves? Like, all the time. So, like, it was always just kind of um, fun I mean, my, making the joke my, of it. My Reddit handle is Johnny Depths. So, <laughs> I, I made it I made it when, when Sea Thieves came out so I could follow Sea Thieves stuff. Like, I, I, I am a joke of, of that well, of that. Well, manner, that's what so. we named our boat. We, named, like, we always named our boat Johnny Depths or uh, Tom Planks. I forgot about Tom Planks. That was a good one. <laughs> yeah, so overall, like, the update, like, I wasn't super excited about it. For me, it is just more Tall Tales, which that I am excited for. And from what I've played so far, they're fun. It's just a lot of, it's what Disney's known for. It's just a lot of lights, colors, presentation kind of things. I, I don't find it super wildly fun, but it's still, it's interesting. And I guess I heard this from my friend too. Like, I guess they actually legitimately took audio from the Pirates of the Caribbean ride and used it in the, some of the tall tales, but like the very first one, it always kind of made me I laugh. Mean, that, it's like, that's a neat, 
Yeah, but like the very first one's like dead men tell no tales. And you're walking around this cave and it's constantly going dead men tell no tales. It got very tiring. I was like, this, okay, I get it. I get it. And then literally when you get out of the cave, they go, oh, dead men have plenty more tales to tell. And I was like, you just spent 20 minutes telling me that they don't tell tales. Then I get out of this cave and you're like, no, they have plenty of tales to tell. It's like, what the heck? Uh, it, hey, the first one. Don't you lie to me. That one just kind of annoyed me. I'm like, it's, it's cave life to me. You just now tell me something different. But no, I'm, I'm always excited to see these content. So that for me, I'm just excited well, for it. So uh, having not played it at all, I don't know if you. So can, you're an expert. I guess at there's it. like, yeah, exactly. But from what I've understood, there's new enemies. Yes. And new enemies, it sounds new like weapons. they're a nightmare. Ooh, new weapons! I didn't yeah, realize yeah, that. Yeah, there's a trident you can charge up and shoot. Oh, girl. Yeah, it's pretty cool. That sounds like fun. Yeah, it, I don't know. It it does sound like the uh, the new new enemies seem to be a bit over the top. Because I know even like the last time I was playing it, there's just way too many exploding skeletons. That's just a whole side. Yeah, note. there's like a big old crab guy that slams the ground and instantly kills you. It's kind of frustrating. Yeah. Anywho, I am excited to play it as a whole. I just I I kind of never got into the Tall Tales. I like just the old, the basic gameplay, to be honest, like the the OG, if you will. So I never got into the Tall Tales. So that's another reason I don't know that I'm overly excited about this. I don't like spending a lot of time in the game and then not getting treasure for it. Well, they have checkpoints now. So even if you don't finish the Tall Tale, you can still continue where you were. Oh, okay. Well, that's nice then. Rocky, you've been out of Sea of Thieves way too long. I know. I think the biggest problem with E3 is that like, as I was watching it, every game looked good, even a game that I knew that I wouldn't like. So, for instance, um, Far Cry 6... It had an amazing actor in it. Yeah. Um, what, Giancarlo Esposito? Yeah. I don't know if I'm saying that right. I mean, Better he, job than I would have said it. <laughs> yeah. He's a great actor, great voice actor. Grounded looked good. There's a Yakuza game that just came onto Yeah, he's like a dragon. So for me, like, and, and Yakuza, the, you know, the shenanigans in that trailer, the lobster and all that, like, oh. I just felt like everything looked good to me. And so that was probably my... My biggest complaint of E3 is like you're making me want to play too many games, even though I know like in Far Cry Six I don't like the gameplay. <laughs> so yeah, I, I wasn't sold on Far Cry, and mostly because I know the Far Cry games. I've played it, I don't know two or three of them, and I'm always like, ah, this wasn't as fun as I thought it was going to be. But um, honorable mention, and I know it's not coming to Game Pass, but I am so stupid excited about Diablo Two, the remaster. I, I will pay all of the money for that game. I am, and I'm also not. Like, it looks great, but I played it. We, well, both me and you, we played way too much Diablo 2. So for me, I feel like I'm going to play it a little bit and go, yeah, I already put like 200 hours in this game. I, think I, I don't know if I want to keep going. Well, I think my, my bigger issue with it is that I just, I mean, I don't have 200 hours to just dump into a game like I used to. And so I get where you're coming from. But I just, I don't know. I think the nostalgia of it, I think I'll be interested to play it on a, on a controller for the first time. Which I heard I it's, it's really good on a controller. I, I can see that it would be. I mean, unlike a game like World of Warcraft, Diablo 2 had a set limited number of buttons you could push. So realistically, like it, it just always made sense to play on a controller, I felt like. So I'm excited for that. I mean, it plays well on Diablo 3 on a yeah. controller. So I wouldn't expect anything less of Diablo 2. And Diablo 4 is coming out at some point, right? <laughs> at some point. Yeah. It, it, they yeah. said don't expect it for a while, spectrum. though. <laughs> and so we'll see it in E3 23. Yeah. So that's yeah. cool. 
But anyway, yeah, it just I that's one thing about it I I thought it was cool. That's for, like you seem so negative about all these. Like a lot of them, you're like, ah, didn't do it for me. Didn't I, do it for me. I think I think part of my issue is, is almost like Liz is I kind of just got to a point where the games largely didn't tell me enough about them. They all look pretty incredible, and so I'm like, yeah, I kind of feel excited about all of this. But there's a lot of these I know I'm not going to play, or some that I know I'm not going to want to play. And then there's games like Hello Neighbor that didn't look good, and I, I do not care to play. <laughs> I wish it was a Secret Neighbor too, instead of Hello You're still waiting for that Secret Neighbor too, <laughs> uh, or or maybe some Graveyard Keeper too. Oh my gosh! Don't threaten me with a good time. Let's <laughs> <laughs> just got so excited. All right, but I think we're gonna wrap it up here. We've already been dragging on way too long, so. Overall, both me and Liz are excited for games. Keith, on the other hand, is not. <laughs> I'm super excited for Forza, and I don't care what you say. Ugh. I'm probably going to end up buying the, the, the cheat pack. Hey, I'm excited for Forza. The game. I just wanted to be more wow. I think it's like the one game that I'm really just like, please don't make me play it. Please don't make me play it. And you guys are like, Forza. <laughs> it's definitely going to be a game I mean, pick. Oh, yeah. No, I'm I'm already going to buy the, the pack that I get to play it like two days early. Comes with all the cars, all the expansions, all that good stuff. Yep. All right. But I th- think wait. that's going to do it for us this week. Thank you all so much for joining us. If you have any game suggestions for us, we would also love to hear. What did you guys think of E3? What are some games you cannot wait for? Please write us an email at gamepassgrabbag at gmail.com or you can hit us up on Facebook, Game Pass Grab Bag. We're also on Twitter at Pod. I have been your hardcore gamer host, Andrew. You can find me at Xbox Live, Firebird0952. I've been Keith, and I guess I didn't like games this week. <laughs> I'll talk to you next week. I like that you gave it a games, too, at the beginning. <laughs> I mean, I was, and then, I don't know, maybe I just lost steam talking about how every game That's looked okay. good. <laughs> and I'm Liz Noob, Gamertag, come on, I'm Dean, and I'm on Twitter at Liz Noob, Noob, A-C-W. Hi, everyone. Take care of yourself, and we'll see you again next week.